At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Henry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, great to, to be here. Thanks great to for inviting me. Absolutely. Great to have you here. And thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Show. We love to talk about the world of startup on this show, the good, the bad, and the gritty, we like to call it. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been in the world of startup. But before we get into all of that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day with what you're working on. Sure. So I started out my career in, in investment banking and very different than what I'm doing now um, at Ricoma, where we're a manufacturer of uh, apparel decoration equipment, like embroidery machines, direct-to-garment printers, uh, things that help out decorators in the in the apparel industry to decorate on, on garments and other substrates. Um, you know, I started out in the world of finance, found that that wasn't really f- fulfilling in, in a sense. And Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, yes, I started out in the world of finance, and uh, but just didn't find find that it was very fulfilling in a sense, and so um, moved on to kind of um, building a company that can really, uh, you know, build a nice product and help a lot of people kind of achieve their startup dreams. Since a lot of people that purchase our products and solutions are indeed startups, uh, they're mom and pops that can start out from the garage and perhaps you know scale further to provide these. Uh, decorating services for the likes of hotels, hospitals, schools, you, 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 you name it, uh, sports teams. And um, it's been a great journey to kind of see a lot of other people make um, a solid living um, you know, from these solutions that we're able to provide. Amazing. So w- when did the company launch? Uh, so we started back in uh, 2008, uh, right before the, uh, the financial crisis. Uh, we started out um, just selling um, selling and, and importing machines that we get from overseas and then putting our own brand on it. Then we realized that um, that wasn't very viable and we really needed to kind of manufacture and do our own R&D. And that's when we kind of even started our own factory to manufacture these embroidery machines and, and printers to be able to provide the, the solutions to our customers. And ever since then, um, since we made that switch to be able to provide an end-to-end solution, not only from engineering and designing the product all the way to sales and after serv- and after sales support, uh, then we really, really kind of uh, see the company take off and been able to help a lot of companies kind of get started in the space. Amazing. Amazing. So for people that may not be familiar with your industry and exactly what you do, if you were explaining this to a five-year-old, how would you explain it? And not that you would be talking to your, <laughs> about your business to a five-year-old, but we always like to make sure we're catering to everybody because sometimes people are like, what is that? So if you can break it down, let's give a different version just to make sure everybody can digest what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. And and uh, that's the exact kind of reaction that I got when I first started in, in, in this industry. I didn't know that 
um, that embroidery machines and sewing machines was still still a thing. Uh, but in fact, uh, if you look around, um, uh, even in your own closet, you, you probably you know, you know wear T-shirts that have designs and logos on them. You wear caps that have stitching on them. All of those are done with apparel decoration products. Uh, it's done with equipment that can actually stitch different designs onto various garments or even print onto various garments. Um, and so the application is actually quite broad for what we do, given that sports teams use it. If you, any, any basketball or, or, or the NFL, they, they all use um, apparel decorating uh, products, uh, you know, they outsource that to someone that has the equipment to be able to decorate on those. But that's how the process is actually done. Um, if you go to schools, you see people wear uniforms. All of that is done, um, you know, with uh, products like ours that's able to stitch or print onto a, a variety of substrates. And so we provide the actual equipment, the technology, the training, the support, and the software for a business owner to get started in this space and provide the actual customization service to the likes of hotels, sports teams, um, schools, and, and, and so on. So, uh, you know, we cater to business owners that want to kind of provide that as a service. Love it. Okay, cool. That totally makes sense. So switching gears for a second here, when we talk about the world of startup, what would you say the worst part of the startup process is? Well, it's uh, getting your first customer. I think that's the that's the toughest part. Uh, and that's the struggle that a lot of people have in getting that first customer. And we um, hear that from a lot of uh, startups that kind of use our equipment as well, right, to kind of get started in, in, in their venture, how to get that first customer. And many times it's a lot of um, kind of on the ground grind to be able to um, knock on doors, make cold calls and make connections with people to kind of get get your business kickstarted. And then it gets easier from from there, I believe, where um, you have a uh, you have traction and you build a track record for yourself that now word of mouth and other forms of marketing can can take off. Absolutely. And to the complete opposite of that, what would you say the best part of the startup process is outside of funding and exiting? <laughs> well, um, I, for, for me personally, I really enjoy the uh, process. So I don't really see the kind of funding or exiting being, of course, it's a great, a great milestone that a, that a lot of people celebrate. But I believe that uh, you've got to truly enjoy the process. So really, it's the day-to-day for me of just tackling different problems, um, tackling, uh, uh, you know, trying to reach different goals, trying to uh, you know start new new initiatives within the company. Um, that I think that's what makes it fun. That's what that, that's what that's the best part about it because you get such a such a variety of uh, things that you can tackle versus uh, a funding or an exit. Many people kind of celebrate that as a as a milestone, and I think that needs to be quickly celebrated and then move on to the execution because really the uh, you know you've only just started once you kind of hit that hit that milestone of funding, right? And um, even people that exit, they're if they're you know true entrepreneurs that really enjoy this, they are itching for that next thing that they're going to take on. So I really think you got to be uh, kind of delved into the process and really enjoy that to really enjoy the the startup world. Absolutely. And what would you say the grittiest part of the startup process is? Well, it's you know that's the part of just the the hustle and getting that getting those customers. I think the um, you know, in the beginning, it's a different set of problems than when you are reaching other stages of the startup, right? The grittiest part in the beginning is probably kind of, you know, um, knocking on doors, making those those cold calls and building connections to, to be able to get your product out there, get your service out there and, and kickstart that, that business. You will reach a complete set of other 
set of problems and challenges as you scale, that that becomes another uh, um, gritty part, you know, in that phase of your startup. You know, when you're scaling, going from, you know, basically what I'm trying to say is going from zero to one is going to be completely different than going from one to, one to 100. And that's what I've realized is that the same set of, um, the, the same grittiness that will kind of get you by from zero to one might not work from one, one to a hundred. You have to approach things in a, in, a, in a little bit of a different way and also probably build systems and processes at that point that your grit simply can't just take over everything. It's a great explanation of uh, the gritty side of the startup process. Well, man, it's been great to understand uh, more about what you guys have built here. It's clear that you're deeply passionate about what you do. So wanted to encourage you to keep up the great work and keep rocking and rolling with the work that you're doing. And I, again, I appreciate your time hanging out with us uh, on the show for a few minutes. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Uh, yeah, that, uh, you know, if you guys are ever, ever interested in kind of start, starting a startup, you got to make sure that you're in it, not for um, just the just the money or the fame or whatever the case is that it sounds cool to be an entrepreneur, but you actually enjoy the actual process because I think that's what's going to create the long the, the longevity of your success in the startup world. If people just go in looking for an exit, looking for that funding, and that be the the end all be all, um, you're going to quickly find that you're you're going to be burnt out because you don't truly enjoy you know that process. Might as well just stay in a you know in the corporate world and climb and, and climb that ladder, right? So if you really want to to be successful, I think it starts out with your purpose of why you got started in the startup world in the first place and uh, find your mission there. And that's going to be your guiding light to be successful in the long run. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for your time, Henry. I, I really appreciate it and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Friends.